How long was Neil Armstrong actually on the moon? When did Europe start speaking English? Did Marco Polo really go to China? CuriosityStream is the streaming service for all things history, plus science, wildlife, and more. What's the real story behind the Mona Lisa? We've got that. What caused the collapse of Rome? We know. Where did we find mankind's earliest ancestor? Come find out. For the holidays, get the gift of curiosity with 25% off gift cards for your curious cohorts. It's holiday shopping season at curiositystream.com slash gift. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Luke, Gary and Matt Talking Telly On the Custard TV Podcast It's the Custard TV Podcast Luke here, editor and runner of thecustardtv.com He doesn't look like a pop star And you'll hear later He doesn't sound like a pop star But Gary's here in in London Well no, but I have had my hair like the uh, the flock of seagulls For the last two weeks So Was that like a reverse Louis Walsh? Is that yeah. what we're doing? And he reminds me of an older Kevin Costner. It's Matt in the North. Really? Really? That's really? our favourite TV channel. Um, so, <laughs> I thought it was Dave Shelving. Uh, this week I was impromptuly on holiday in Cornwall. And the worst part about my holiday was yeah. the fact that we went on Friday night back on Tuesday. Worst part, got to watch The X Factor, obviously. Of course, I'm a yeah. TV, TV person in that. Couldn't fast-forward, rewind, pause, anything. Oh, yeah. It was more. Like, it was less like a TV program, more like an endurance test. C- can I can I tell you that um, I actually watched the X Factor Saturday Night program twice. Why? Once live and once on record with my parents on Sunday afternoon oh, because I had nowhere else to go gosh. and nothing better to do. I had nowhere oh, else to go. <laughs> um, so anything so you want to know about it, I'll tell you. Names well, the lot. Yeah. No, I don't believe that. No, no. <laughs> I was stretching the truth a bit far. But I wanted to ask you, what's the longest either of you ever... Because obviously I said I was on holiday and we didn't watch, you know, a lot of TV. What's the longest you two have ever gone without TV in your lives? Oh, gosh. I can remember a Welsh holiday when I was about 15, where mm. I think we could only get three channels. I think I think we couldn't get Channel Four or Channel. Well, there wouldn't have been Channel Five, so I can remember not watching the telly for a long time. For a long time of that holiday, I think um, that's still the case in some parts of Wales. Probably <laughs> um, when I used to go to music festivals, which sort of you know four or five days, perhaps don't do that anymore. It's weird, isn't it? It is weird. I mean, I, mean, oh, I don't. I didn't miss it at any point, but it was just annoying. Well, I think because what you do. As well, I think if yeah. you were a normal, then uh... <laughs> yeah. I've got certificates to prove I'm not a normal. <laughs> uh, a couple of weeks ago on the podcast, I did uh, share with you an awkward dream I had, uh, where Matt and I toured Kenya. You know, it's bound mm. to happen. 
uh, and we, so we we were sort of on a TV show. We we didn't know where we were in the world. We had to communicate with the locals. We communicated with the Kenyans perfectly well. And I asked if anyone had any names for Matt and I's impromptu travel log. And and a friend of yours came yes. up with the suggestion. Uh, this is my friend Andrew who who listens regularly. Uh, yeah. He said the custard TV. Not regular enough to include me. The custard <laughs> TV podcasterways. Stop. Oh. Do you think? To be fair, I'll let you That's not bad. That's not bad, is it? <laughs> Just because you're not on it, Gary. Come on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> news, oh, reviews, and previews. Let's kick it off with the news. Uh, with his uh, news face, it's Matt. Hello. Two American remakes. Obviously, uh, we talked about Grace Point, the Broadchurch remake, uh, in a special podcast. Uh, apparently, uh, the next uh, show that the Americans are going to try and remake is Moon Boy. And also uh, The Town, which was the Andrew Scott Martin Clunes drama. Is that the one? I'm glad you had that reaction to, is that the one? Because <laughs> because I, I, you know what we're like. We remember these things. But it, it, it's The Town was so, you know, in my mind. Inco- inconsequential, I think, is a good not What <laughs> we're saying is it's not, it's not a big UK show. It's that not one remaking. that you would... Uh, no. And on the Moon Boy front, I would say that it's such a... I mean, the programme itself is such a personal... Mm. You know, show it's all based on yeah. Chris O'Dowd's reminiscences. That it would have to be, I, I think, someone involved in it who's got similar experiences of growing up somewhere in America. Could they not remake it as Irish? There's a lot of, or in Boston. Why don't they just show you know, the original? There's a lot of Irish. I don't know. I don't know why. See, I, I love Moonboy. We all love Moonboy. We're the Moonboy fans on this podcast. But what I really yeah. like about Moonboy is its Irishness. Yeah. And if you not if it's not Irish, then it's just about a a a young boy with an imaginary friend. Yeah. It's about they need to else. find somewhere that's got that sort of like small town charm. And I'm sure there are a lot mm. of American places. But my point is yeah, that this is such any. a personal sort of story. You know, it's all yeah. based on Chris O'Dowd's childhood. That mm. it needs. To, I I feel like it needs to be an entirely separate thing about you know a, a, and, a comedian or an actor writing it from america if they were going to do something i, t- I tend know. to agree i know that moon boy was shown on hulu in america and there was like i mean like, we talked about grace point and broadchurch about how the americans actually have already seen broadchurch some americans have already seen moon boy so if somebody in america actually picks it up and says right i'm going to change this and adapt this to my life take the theme of the imaginary friend it could be quite good if they try and do a remake it could be a, it could be a waste of time channel 4's humans new drama will set to star william hurt neil maskell rebecca front and Catherine parkinson i don't know a lot about uh the this drama any anyone got any information on no. it luke oh it's based on a swedish sci-fi drama uh called real humans and it's set in a parallel present where the latest must-have gadget uh, for any busy family, is a hu- highly developed robot servant, which is eerily similar to the person it serves. Okay. Yeah, I'm really looking uh, sounds, a bit, it. sounds a bit Isaac Asimov-esque, if you ask me. One yeah. sort of cancellation, uh, the suspicions of Mr. Witcher has been, uh, I suppose not axed, it's just not coming back, because it's not sort of, you know, it's not a series per se, is axed. it? No, it's not. A number of sort of specials, and I didn't think they'd do anymore, because the last ones didn't do too well in the ratings, did they? And it was such a dreary show. Top of the Lake has been given a second series. Who, who ever stuck with Top of the Lake? Did anyone get to the end? 
I, I did, but it took a long time. Why, why does this need a second series? Um, did it end on a cliffhanger? It didn't end on a cliffhanger, but it did end on some stories not being resolved, I suppose. I mean, the main point was, was who killed the girl that they found at the top of the lake. Whilst that was oh, resolved, there were the other title. things... <laughs> I'm not saying who did it. <laughs> and, and talking of shows that, why are they coming back? Doll and M the uh, sort of female well, version yeah, of the yeah. trip. The one thing I would say about this is at least Sky are giving things another go. It might mm. not be our taste, but at least they're... I don't think it's ever going to be a massive programme, but at least they're giving it It's obviously show, got an, 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 as much of an audience I think it was shown in, on HBO in the States as well. Gotham has been given a full series in America. Channel 5 uh, are going to show NCIS... New Orleans and CSI Cyber. Uh, okay. Yeah, C- CSI uh, Cyber is the, is the latest attempt to revive the CSI franchise by not having it in a town and having it as cybercrime. Um, and it stars um, uh, Patricia Arquette, who was previously in uh, a program called Medium. something. Medium. That'll be the one. Thank you. <laughs> I'm going to read this as, it's, as, it, as it reads on the document. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jane the Virgin. Yeah, well, I'm not even lucky then. Uh, I'm not even sure that's a program. I don't know anything about it. I do. It's about a Mexican young woman, Jane. Is she a virgin? uh, I'm getting there. (laughs) 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 She's not. Oh, no, I've read about this. This is She's uh, artificially inseminated by... Exactly, yeah. It starts with there is a young girl and her grandma always says, you know, don't have sex, this could happen and blah, blah, blah. And so she doesn't, she never does, but she's accidentally, as we've, you know, all of us have been through this, she's accidentally artificially inseminated. You know, um, she's just before she gets married, isn't it, or something? Mm, she's gonna yeah. lose the virginity on her wedding night. Yeah, I'm really. I knew a lot right. more about that than I thought I did. This fall, Jane, when you lose your virginity, you can't ever go back. Jane made a promise. Stop! We should stop. You've been dating for two years and you haven't boned. But sometimes life. You're pregnant. But I've never had sex. Makes a surprise delivery. I accidentally inseminated you two weeks ago. You what? I'm not ready to be a mom. You have become the best part of my life, and this will be the best part of your life, too. Jane the Virgin. Series premiere coming this fall to The CW. Under the Dome and Extant, renewed by CBS. Under the Dome, shown on Channel 5. Extant on Amazon Prime. Stars has renewed uh, Black Sails for a third series, which is also on Amazon Prime. And CBS have cancelled the uh, forgettable, unforgettable. One bit of extra news that we were talking about at the top of the show is the uh, BBC and Radio Times have collaborated to uh, create the genome, it's called, and and uh, it's basically got all the BBC listings from the Radio Times from about Do we, do 19... we know why it goes up to 2009, though, and not... 1923 you know, to 2009. Yeah, no I'm not way. sure, to be honest with you. I, I'm guessing they're working on it. It's constantly being edited, according to this. Um, and lo- as it's his it. uh, 40th uh, birthday on Saturday, uh, Gary, oh, yeah. prime time lineup on the day you were born. Let's right. do it. Songs of praise. 6.55, Songs of Praise. There you are, yeah. Um, the, the Brothers. Of course. Um, and then 8.15, there was a film, The Westerner, starring Gary Cooper. 
That might be while I'm called. Do you know that that could be a good reason? Maybe my dad was watching telly, and that's why I'm called Gary. In fact, in fact, I was named after Gary Cooper. That's that is true. That is true. That is, no, it's true. He did say he named me Gary after Gary Cooper. So I bet you he was watching telly. My favourite programme of the day that Gary was born, 10 to 1 in the afternoon, farming. Just, <laughs> just farming. Yeah. What a great show Luke, that would have been. Luke, what's yours? When, what's your date of birth? Um, 83, I, I know, because we're the same 83, year. 83, August the 16th. They give you my pin number while I'm at it as well. Get the latest TV news direct from thecustomtv.com. Two big nights of The Apprentice on Tuesday and Wednesday just gone. Matt had been to the screening when we last spoke. He sort of previewed it slightly oh, for I did, us. Didn't I? Yeah. A lot of people might, might not know this, but before the three of us came together, Gary did a an Apprentice-only podcast. I get, I get, I came this close to getting Stuart Brand on there, so there you are. Stuart Bags the brand. Um, <laughs> Stuart Bags the brand. <laughs> I, I suppose the big twist this year on The Apprentice is, and it seems to be a running theme throughout, you know, sort of these sort of reality shows, is that there's 20 uh, candidates this year. I, I think, I don't know if I mentioned it last week, but um, they're not going to do it again. Uh, Nick no. Hewer looked very exhausted from the prospect of doing it one time. He said the sort of the logistical aspect of it was an absolute nightmare because him and Karen have to basically write down everything that they say. Yeah. I think you can tell as well, there's a lot more um, arguing in between team members. There's lots more blame, blaming and lots of, you know, sniping, which makes great television, but none of the tasks get done. I mean, you know, the last night's... Uh, task was to create, come up with some sort of um, wearable, wearable technology. technology and all of the good ideas got basically shouted down and what you ended up with was one idea which was basically for the girls one was a combination of three ideas and the bloke's idea that was written on the back of a fag packet during a pitch. The hard thing to do really with this many candidates is is pick them out. I suppose the people, who are the people that have stood out for you? For me, it's been Stephen. Felipe, you want to summarise the reasons for the loss? Certainly, Lord Sugar. We had a team that Charles was managing, which had a very disruptive character. Who was that? Stephen. Can, can, you let me, can you let me finish? I will listen to that you. That is not true. Every single thing I've done throughout the task was for the best interest of the team. With regards to the t-shirts, I said that these t-shirts are a high markup. If we priced seven pounds per t-shirt and sold even ten of them, you would have beat the girls. That's 70 pounds. What did you sell, Stephen? No, 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 excuse no, me. Felipe, stop. Hold on, hold on. This is a good point he's raised, and I want yes. to get to the bottom of this, okay? There are two killer items in this package of stuff that I gave you. One was the sausages. Plenty of money you could make on those. The other was the T-shirt. Lord Sugar, there was a point in which we were driving in, in the car and I was saying that I have my concerns. Please, let me speak. I said, Childs, you need to instruct the driver to turn around and we need to get those T-shirts. And you said to me, Stephen, no. What I hear from that group as well is that all the time they were arguing between themselves and because Stephen did not want Who to do what they wanted. Who told you this? I spoke... Might I, well be in Charles's interest to palm the blame off on somebody else. Let me make it very I'm, clear. They're scapegoats. That's said, a scapegoat. I never That's, said... I'm, I'm being scapegoated. What I liked was the ones who were sort of in your face in Ep 1 were sort of background in, in Episode 2. Yeah. But again, I mean, there are still, we're two episodes in. I feel like I hardly know any of the female candidates because the, the men yeah. have been back in the boardroom. And there's still been a couple of the men. I've got no idea who they are. Uh, oh, you've got right. a they're, reviewer they're, on the website, haven't you, Luke, who's, who's sort of running through yeah, each we've of got candidates. And what... we've, 
we came up with talent or tool, and uh, it's it was quite a good idea, I thought. But yeah. the names that are there, I still don't recognise at least sort of seven of them I've yeah. got, uh, after two yeah. episodes. Outside of, of um, whether we think, you know, it's an interest, whether we think who's going to win and that, I just, I was really, I just found it really entertaining. I really enjoyed it. I didn't feel like it had stayed its welcome. I was glad to have it back. We, we, I watched it with the family. We were laughing all the way through it. We were enjoying it. It's not the same as watching these other long-running realities like the Xbox. It, it, I have to say, it, it created good water cooler moments again. You know, I spoke to, to colleagues this morning in the office, and I said, "Oh, did anyone watch The Apprentice? Yeah. What about so and so? What about so and so?" It, you know, and everybody, particularly in a business way, you know, when when you work in an office, you go, oh, "God, I'd never do that." And you know, I hope that if that, okay, if I did that, I'd know. Like the guy last night, I can't remember his name. Surprise, surprise. Who, who <laughs> said I wouldn't wear this product Daniel. out in the street? Daniel. Daniel. And you that. think, gosh, uh, if I was saying something, I would never say that. And you're right, and it is quite funny how under what pressure I would, they make such What I would mistakes. say is that they did have a couple of like down years. It was only like last year that they sort of cast it really well and I think they, they knew that casting I mean last year you had Louisa, you had Jason, yeah. Alex, Neil um, and I think this year you've got some strong characters and even some that are yet to sort of come fully out. The line that, that I'd like to uh, take umbrage with was the uh, excuse me he's northern he'd sell his own grandmother no i found that to be i, found that I don't, to be I don't factually... believe the two comments were related i think yeah. excuse him he's northern comma he would sell his own grandmother i don't think the but, two are related and they were related to him being northern like most northerners We won't talk about this for overly long because we sort of did at the start of the podcast. It was the first live show of the X Factor. 16 contestants yeah. in a, mm, in a two it. and a half hour show. It was in, it was immense. Best thing about can it I, is can it, I can it, I say that can I plug Matt's review on the website because I, I found yes. it very useful and very good. Yes, I have to say yes. That's what I'm just about to do, and I hope it will be a weekly thing as Matt charts. We're basically yeah. doing a uh, a chart of our. Of the best sorry, sorry, fans of Andrea, but I'm not a fan. To be Nor fair, am I. Nor am I. Well, that's okay. I, Gary, I don't. I Gary, where like do you songs? stand on Andrea? Um, Probably near the throat. <laughs> yeah, near, near the throat. I'm, I'm standing firmly on the on the fence. If he wins, I think it proves again how uh, irrelevant the show's become. But, anyway, um, let's just talk briefly about the show itself, not the singers, because this isn't a music podcast. But the, how it worked as a TV show. I, I just I just found it too long. too long too long I was going to say if I hadn't have been writing about the, the songs for the article for the website I probably just would have watched the performances <coughs> on YouTube or something yeah they could have split the performances over two nights then done a rush on the votes and then done the uh, done the bit where you know they could have done ten performances on Saturday and six on Sunday and then had a result show you sort of like an hour later but I'll, they put you through the grind well, of watching all 16 yeah. on Saturday I'll tell you what I don't like as well as them blooming talk talk adverts I mean that oh. blooming Ella Henderson bring, song was stuck in my mind back, by bring, the end there I'm was a disturbing that, amount of ch young children on those adverts as well it was just a yes. bit disturbing for Who me are too good at emulating the videos yeah they see. should be on yeah. next year well, they probably will be the age range will be lowered to nine <laughs> my my personal opinion is i'm watching this 
more out of habit than enjoyment now. Yeah, yeah, you said um, that. I, I must admit, by about done. week four, when there's still 30, 12, when there was, it will still be like 12 acts down there. I'm still well, I'm, gonna, I'm guessing they'll do another double, or they'll do another double next uh, week, I reckon. There were just too many growly men. <laughs> as is what <laughs> usually is happens like... on a Saturday night to me. That's uh, more and... the slogan of the podcast, by the way. Here in Key West, we were out before it was in. In this open and inclusive paradise, you can be yourself, make new friends, and savor our live and let live vibe. With LGBTQ plus friendly accommodations, our legendary nightlife, and year-round activities and events, it's always a good time to come as you are. Key West, close to perfect, far from normal. Too many growling well, men talking about telling. <laughs> okay, uh, so that's actually done. Strictly was on the opposite side on BBC One. Uh, let's briefly talk about why you know whether this is a better, more entertaining show to watch as a TV. Gary, program. what did you think of Donny Osmond? I on thought the judging he was awful. Yeah. I thought he, he gave was, out a he ten. Was more, yeah, I, don't I mean, think. he gave someone a ten in week two, which is bad enough. Then he was very derogatory about certain people. He gave a real weird set of marks. I found Saturday Night quite entertaining. The movie theme was quite good, although they were a little liberal with the with the theme at times. But oh, I quite enjoyed it. But again, thought, again, yeah, it was the a bit too long. People long. were at the top, weren't they? Frankie from the Saturdays, Pixie yeah. Lot, Caroline Flack were all at the top. I mean, Max from EastEnders is still still doing well, but the people you know down at the bottom of the people you'd expect to be there, like you know the man yes. from Bargain Hunt and Andy Murray's mum. <laughs> and Luke's just watching it. Luke's just watching it through Gogglebox, aren't you? She walks well. I'll give her that. If I was going to say one thing about it, she's yeah. got a good walk on her. She's not even dancing. She's not doing anything. Oh, she's useless. She's just standing there. She's got no movement in her body. She's stiff. Oh, he might as well be out there with a fucking ironing board. Homeland returned to not bad ratings on mm. Sunday night, opposite uh, Downton yeah. Abbey, which, which is still losing viewers, and actually. Our girl. Abbey. And our girl, which again, still losing viewers. Let's just briefly talk about our girl. I think, like you said, Luke, I, I think the the soapy part of it isn't actually appealing to me, but the yeah, the kind of the action parts are quite good. Ruin it for Gary, but the end of Act 4 just took that into a whole different sort of sphere, didn't oh. it? I'll tell you what, if there was two more and not one more, I don't think I'd be watching. And mm-hmm. I, that, you, no well, pleasure la- saying that, because I loved the, for, the you know, our girl. And I, I think Lacey Turner is great, I'm not taking anything off. Mm-hmm. It's ju- I just don't find it. I, I, don't I think Tony yeah. Grounds really needs a co-writer for those soapier scenes. I think he struggles mm-hmm. with it. He's great with the dialogue, with the banter. All the army stuff mm. is solid, and I think that bit of the show is great. It's when it lapses into the melodramatic bits with the love triangle that it gets a bit messy, yeah. and I think those of those bits have sort of eclipsed what we liked about the early parts of the series for me. And and, and I suppose it's a show of two halves. You know, we've got this very manly sort mm. of army side, and then all of a sudden it'll flip into. Yeah. You know, I love you, do you love me? And it's and it, those uh, two it's... sides aren't meshing very well. No, the balance is all off, isn't it? It's, mm. not, it's just all and off. And I just okay, think so it got ridiculous in that Ep 4 end. It was mad. I will watch the end of it, but 
know. Uh, okay, so what we wanted to start with was uh, Homeland that came back on Monday on Sunday, sorry, from nine on Channel Four. Uh, four series saw a bit of a reboot. We already knew that Damian Lewis wouldn't be back playing Brody, and that also meant that obviously his wife and daughter, who featured prominently in the third series, and his son. Don't either. forget about Chris. How could I even remember about Chris? They forgot about Chris. Let's just talk about whether the reboot worked, whether you thought it had any gravitas to it, whether you think that this should have ended, I don't know, a series ago, two series ago, or whether there's still something... Have you watched series three? I'm, I'm getting through it. I'm not at the end of it, but I'm getting through it. And I, I, I'm still enjoying it for what it okay. is. Um, I thought this worked on some levels and mm. not others because I loved all the Brody stuff mm. and all the the sort of secrets and lies and all that 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 sort of thing always appeals to me in any sort of TV drama and of course without them it, it was main, mainly more of a sort of an action flick yeah, it was I more liked, sort of 24 wasn't it I liked elements of it and I'll stick with it because I think it's one of those programs that I can watch you know with my brain sort of turned down low now at this point I mean it's not Edge of your seat, good, but it still drew me in, and it was a better show than Our Girl. It, sort of linking it back to Our Girl, this is sort of taken away almost the soapy elements of Homeland, mm. which was the obviously yeah. done to a much better scale, the uh, Carrie and Brody romance. Um, mm. the, this was, as you say, basically an espionage drama. It was very sort of current affairs-y with the drone sort of blowing up the wedding. Um, we had all that. I, I really like, and I hope he's in more of the series, uh, Rupert Friend as Quinn. I think he's brilliant. He's great. I loved him. Yeah, because it's a he's different really sort of male good. lead. Of course, Mandy Patinkin, Patinkid. I don't know how to say his name. Uh, <laughs> I'm just going to loop that, so that's all you say now. Um, oddly, King Arthur from Merlin popped up in this as well. Bradley I James. I didn't spot that. He was the, he he was the, the rest of army the man who, who accosted her in the bar. Do you remember that scene? Yeah, where I did he like, went up to her in the bar. He's back in it as well for the rest yeah, of the series. That's, it's, well. that's an odd piece of casting. Uh, but no, I, I enjoyed it, but it never, apart from that one scene near the end in the car, nothing really grabbed like, me. I'm hoping that it's going to build. You know, they've got time to tell their story, so I'm hoping mm. it's going to build into something. And obviously, uh, Carrie and Saul will be reunited because they sort of work around together. But again, I'm gonna, uh, will you stick with this, Matt, or not? I think I I'll try my best. I'm not. I'm not pledging my allegiance to it just yet. Um, that's a very. But, that's a very good American <laughs> phrase to yeah, use. Well I know. Uh, you know who I do feel sorry for though is Saul's wife, who always seems to get the sort of rough edge of things. Even though she yeah, was yeah. having an affair with a sort of yeah, double yeah, agent, we, wasn't we, she? We've all, made, we've all made. Oh well, watch it then, Gary. <laughs> You've got it on a million hard drives. <laughs> <laughs> that that uh, less famous take that song. Can I just mention as well, very quickly, Homeland Series 3 has just been added to Netflix. So if it you has, do want yeah. to try and catch up, you've got a good opportunity. Yeah. Uh, we'll be talking, believe it or not, Waterloo Road. When did we last do that on the podcast? Before that, though, Gary's been a uh, long time looking forward to Gotham, although news from the States uh, wasn't good initially. We're now in the news. I've heard that it's been picked up fully by the network Fox that shows it over there. Your first thoughts? Channel 5 put an awful lot of advertising into this. You know, there was a major... There was a countdown almost on their television channel to this. I I, I really enjoyed it. I thought that um, I 
wasn't going to like it because of the reviews. I really thought that it was going to be a little bit insipid and a bit straightforward, but actually it was was nice and complex. I mean, the first episode does really talk about the murder of, of Bruce Wayne's parents, which is the original thing that kicks off the whole Batman franchise. The main show focuses on police corruption. It focuses on crime, a crime wave in Gotham. It's, it's got elements of the mob. It's got elements of, of the kind of the characters. So you, you already get to see the Riddler, the Joker, Catwoman and Penguin in this first episode, although nowhere near what you think of them later on as they're fully developed. At any point, does um, Penguin go on a singles night and someone tries to pick up a penguin? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Overall, overall, I really like the first episode. I'm going to watch the second one, and I'm really glad it's been picked up for a full series. My only problem is, typical American thing, I really don't see how they're going to make 22 of these and keep it good and keep it fresh. There are going to be filler episodes in, in this series, and I'm, that's what really worries me. You know, you look at the best American drama, it's 6 to 12 episodes. The, the American drama... Well, I think 24 was a unique concept that worked, but I think if you want always top quality drama, it's very hard to get in these long running series. Uh, the, the national, the main channels have started to learn that. I mean, there are some programs out there, you know, we talked about that before, where they have cut down the initial amount. You know, they cut down Community Series 5 and it really made it work. Do you think sometimes saying that, that the, the long running thing that they shoot themselves in the foot before they even start possibly but i think the thing is american shows they spend so much on the pilot that you know shows don't get commissioned unless the pilot is any good and then if they don't make it first the first five or six episodes they don't get their full series run by the time they get their full series run it's like oh we'll sit back now we'll we'll you know we'll we'll not bother too much i mean the original series of 24 you can tell the episode where they got their full series it was the time where he'd 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 rescued his wife yeah and there was there was kind of like a sort of a false ending and then yeah you know and i think and in the second series it was when kim got caught by the cougar or something so yeah. I, think, I think also in some shows the writers are so aware of that 24 arc that they end up writing yeah. themselves into a corner that they can't yeah. get out of. Absolutely. And, uh, you, you could almost see in that first series of 24, which I saw recently, the moment where the writers went, hang on, now we've yeah. got to do 24 of them. What are we going to do with his wife and daughter now? We've sort of, we've shot us, we've yeah. put ourselves into a corner. Weird. Okay. So Gotham continues on Channel 5, and as we say, it has been picked up by Fox and will have that long-running series that Gary just spoke of. Waterloo Road is a long-running series that the BBC have decided to pull the plug mm. on, but not before they show the last 20 20, yeah. 20 episodes. This is where you write yourself into a corner when you move the entire set to Scotland. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that was the episode of 24 I'm not looking forward to. I haven't gone to that point yet. One of your teachers um, is Angus Deep, for goodness sake. Yeah. I haven't seen Waterloo Road since about 2011. Is that so when Manza Burton gonna... left? Yeah, probably. So that's when green. I gave up on it, yeah. You watch this quite, not religiously, out of it's out sort of, fandom, of yeah. But... It is one out of habit, like, sort of, well, Holby City's the one which I'm sort of, in a way, sort of forced to watch. Waterloo Road, I quite enjoy. It's, it's, it's enjoyable enough. Neil Pearson is an interesting addition to the cast uh, as the new head teacher, but as Waterloo Road, basically, Luke 
nothing's changed in the three years since you stopped watching it. No, I Because on the not. first, the head teacher's first day, his two sons turn up and start at the school without having to enrol at all, causing like a friction with his current girlfriend and her children. And uh, one of the pupils' mums dies of a heroin overdose. So that's all good. I mean, to be fair to them, I mean, the, a school is a very yeah. There's not much place, you could do with a school really? in that you could do with a hospital or a police station. So it's yeah. it's it's a thing. You know, it's interesting. It's gone on as long as it has. And and uh, when we went to uh, Edinburgh, Charlotte Moore did cite her sort of cancelling it as as one of her big moves. That you know, when long running drama has sort of come to a natural conclusion, she will end it. But then again, it should have sort of come to a conclusion, I think, when they sort of moved the school. Uh, Luke, while, while we've been doing the reviews, I have found your, your birthday uh, TV lineup. I'll run through it, but there's something you, you'll be happy with here. So at 6.30, you've got an episode of Doctor Who, oh. uh, followed by 5 to 7, The Wonderful World of Disney. Oh. Quarter to 8, The Freddy, Sh- Freddy Star Showcase, featuring an appearance by Bonnie Tyler. The one you will be excited about, your favourite comedy of all time, Only Fools and Horses, at hey, 8.30. Does it, say, does it say which one it was? It's uh, A Touch of Glass. Oh, that is the one. That's obviously the, um, well, I know it, don't need to say it's the Chandelier episode. Oh, is it? Oh, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there you go. That's interesting, the Chandelier episode of... Um, yeah. Everything fast to the ground the day I was born. <laughs> and uh, and, uh, and after the pre- after the previews, Matt, you need to tell us what was on when you were uh, born. Gary, what's coming up in the next seven days? Okay, first of all, on Channel Four on Friday night is a, a celebrity telethon called Stand Up for Cancer. It stars a myriad of uh, Channel Four stars: Davina McCall and uh, I think um, uh, some people from Gogglebox. There's going to be a celebrity Gogglebox, isn't there? Yeah, with celebrity uh, Gogglebox yeah. with. Your mate, Miranda. Oh, there's probably going to be also quite a bit of stand-up throughout the night. I mean, I imagine they'll use people like Jimmy Carr Alan and people Carr's like that and Alan Carr. Anybody called Carr uh, probably is going to get a good look in. So that's Friday night from 7. Uh, also on Friday night, returning is a new sitcom not going out. This is the sitcom starring Lee Mack. I was a bit disappointed when Lee, when um, Tim Vine left the show. I thought maybe there, for there was good chemistry. Yeah, I know, but there was always good chemistry between him and Lee Mack. There was always, and as you say, the jokes came thick and fast with those two. Mm. But yeah. it seems to have survived, and, and, and you know, it's still doing mm. quite well. Next Tuesday, if you're a fan of Criminal Minds, which is the serial killer of the week show, you can watch the tenth series of that, now starring Jennifer Love Hewitt. You had me at Hewitt. Wednesday night at Channel 4, a new series called You Can't Get the Staff, which is a look behind the scenes of Stately Homes. Now, there's a show coming up on E4 about a posh family, so I wonder how similar... What, what uh, show is that? Are you thinking uh, of, of BBC <laughs> 3? Oh, sorry, yes, BBC 3, yeah. you're quite right. Yeah. Life is tough, yes. Also on Wednesday night, you can watch the 11th series of Grey's Anatomy. We were talking about long-running American oh. dramas. This is definitely one of them. That's on Sky Living. It has an audience. And also next Thursday uh, at 9 o'clock, doesn't know whether it's going to be, you know, if we do a podcast next Thursday, but the second series of Drifters, which is a female version of... Uh, a female uh, a sitcom. It's a, f- a female version of the in-betweeners. I think we found some some reasonable funny moments in the first series, didn't we, lads? Well, I certainly did. Something similar that was on this week was Give Out Girls. I don't know if neither of you will have no. watched it, but I that did, was didn't terrible. Know it was on. I didn't know yeah. it was on. Uh, I mean, the the sort of the only sort of redeeming feature of that was the fact that Kerry Howard was in it. But this was 
about a uh, girl who worked sort of for a promotion company and it had uh, Diana Vickers uh, from the X Factor. Oh, oh, yeah. I mean, the th- apart from Carrie Howard's character, all of the other three are sort of really underwritten. Uh, Tracy Ann Overman is quite good in it, though. She's done some rubbish, though, hasn't she? Yes. Uh, do you want um... to know what what uh, my birthday uh, lineup was? Go on. Yes. Seven o'clock, there was an episode of the drama Triangle starring. Uh, who was in that? Larry Lamb. Uh, it was the. Gary's uh, the one for names. Who was in that? Kate, Kate O'Mara, <laughs> that's who I'm trying to remember. Yes, it was yeah, about the Barry, wasn't it? Some international athletics from Oslo. Uh, <laughs> looking good, feeling fit. And then an uh, episode of the sitcom Sorry starring uh, Ronnie Corbett. Oh, that. Gosh, the only thing then, interesting about that was the theme tune. And then after the news, there was a documentary about uh, South Africa sports and the boycott. So there you go. Uh, so okay. a very interesting night of uh, programming. There you go. Why don't you, you find out what was the boycott? Yeah. Yeah, find what? out what was number uh, what was uh, on when you were born by visiting this website that we've been championing. It's genome. G E N. Ome.ch.bbc.co.uk, and you can go there and just find out what all the stuff you want to find out. For some reason, like, like we say, it goes up to 2009 and not. Might not have something later. to do with the multi channels or something like that, I'm not sure. I don't know. But was when channels started to come in multi packs, maybe they uh, they lost them. What was Dave Jarvu playing a couple of years ago? That's what I want to know. Probably oh, QI in Top Gear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Never mind the Buzzcocks. Okay, so if you want to uh, interact with uh, any of us or all of us, you can like <laughs> us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash the custard TV. Uh, 126 like likes. Thank you, love you. Um, <laughs> you can uh, tweet me at Luke Custard TV or you can tweet Gary. At the Gary Show. Or if you want to use simple words, you can tweet Matt. At Matt's TV Bites. There you go. Uh, we if I'm not out selling my grandmother. Um, I do Partex. Unless you could fit her in your uh, car. Automart. <laughs> Automart. It should be. Um, oh so that'll be it. We'll be back for another podcast next week. As you can tell by the previews, not an awful lot to discuss. No. But we'll find who something knows? though. Who knows what wonderful we'll talk TV about the ra- We'll talk about what's been on the radio maybe. Anyway, I, I need to eat. And before I can eat, I always have to have Gary sing. Well, that's uh, again. Stop calling me at half past three in the morning just because you're feeling peckish, please. I want a uh, cheese sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> so, in honour of uh, in honour of my advancing years, I I thought I would sing something, something of something of note uh, to to go out on this week. So, uh, well, Matt, if you could uh, to hit some notes. <laughs> indeed, <laughs> Matt, if you, you could uh, in June. Matt, if you could uh, count me in, that'd be great. And a five, six, seven, eight. <laughs> They say I might as well face the truth That I am just too long in the tooth Oh, I am an OAP and weak need But I have not yet gone to seed I might be over the hill now I've retired Fading away, but I'm not yet expired Clapped out, run down too old to save One foot in the grave Have a nice birthday, Gary If you make it Take care. Bye. Bye. Download this podcast from thecustardtv.com. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? 
sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.